this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With John ready in his chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! Yes, it is time for the Think So Joe Show. Yes. I'll let the lower thirds go and then I'll put up the chat on the screen here of Laura's back. Laura, who is not ready, apparently. She's never ready. So she's not ready. Come back in an hour. We'll be here in an hour. You can come back in an hour. Yeah, we'll be st- still, we'll still be, be here. here. Got two hours, baby. You missed a couple of good songs, but we'll still be here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, good music today. Yeah. Good music, like like different music than what we, you know, we typically yeah. are. Are playing uh, like uh, you know hard rock, punk, metal, yeah. that kind of stuff. Today we're starting off with a country song. <laughs> I quit, <laughs> dude. No, it's uh, like I am seriously. Hey, Vertigo Child's in the chat. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Our boys. What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm half tempted to be like, yo, screw uh, screw AEW tonight. I'm gonna go to Mohawk and see this country act because it's my boy Andrew J. Rymers. Oh, okay. Not okay. the Andrew, not the Andrew Laura's always asking about. <laughs> he played Saturday at Good Bar. I didn't go to that. I went instead Saturday to Hi. Tudor Lounge. <laughs> I went and saw. What's up, uh, my dude. I went and saw Sunless Winter, who were, uh, you remember we were walking out of band practice a couple of weeks ago, walked by the yeah, front room. Yeah, you walked by that, the, and the I was like, room in the front. And they came out, and I was like, was that you guys? They're like, yeah, and I'm like, hey, that you guys sounded great. And then they- you get a text message? They te- The bass player texted me like, yeah, thanks for the compliment on my band. Like, oh, that was you? I didn't even, I didn't even look at you guys. Like, I'm doing good. I, a lot better than I was the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Taking a break, Vertigo Child is taking a break from mowing the lawn. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm taking a break from everything right now to do that. I mean, I got nothing to do. But. I'm taking a break from life. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I don't know, I did. I woke up this morning and I did some important stuff that I don't want to talk about on the air, but it's taken care of. It's good, hopefully things are good. How's the foot? I'm healed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been healed for the last two months. It feels oh, great. Man. I was so glad. Great. I was so glad you were out of that great. walking boot and off those crutches when we went to Nashville. It was great. I tell at the you. end of at the end I of July. I was gonna die in Nashville. That I was sucked. not coming home if I was still in crutches in the boot. Dude, I, just that bridge alone would have just yeah. sucked. No, no, no. SummerSlam would be my death. <laughs> SummerSlam was almost our death, as fucking hot as it was oh, at the my beginning. God, yeah. And then we got blinded by the lights at the end of the night. So. Blinded by the light. How's the other foot? Oh, good, 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 good. No injuries <laughs> to that yet. Knock on wood. <laughs> Keep it that way. 
Uh, we had an eventful week. We uh, yes, I, well, I've seen you in a couple of days. Yeah, we, I haven't seen you since band practice. Believe it or not. Yeah, that's usually we're usually always, we're, we're always together. Usually we're like all at all the all the shows all weekend. I've been stuck with somebody else. Yeah, we we hired a new singer, and uh, and you are how are my feet? My feet are just as bad as they always are. <laughs> Anyone? That's why I always got socks on when people are around, or at least slippers or something. He's not wearing any shoes or anything. I, I, I do have socks on, though. No he shoes. Has socks on. No, no shoes. shoes. Um, yeah, you, uh, we, we hired a new singer, and uh, you've been, like, hanging out with her all the time. Well, because we live in Lockport, so... I, I get a text last night. I went, to the, I went to the Sabres uh, preseason game against the Hurricanes, and I just get this text, like, Joe, save me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, even if I wasn't sitting ten rows up from the ice at the Key Bank Center right now, what the hell do you want me to do? <laughs> I was like, Jill, it's Jill. <laughs> She's driving me crazy. <laughs> Vertigo Child is playing a show with Fernway at the end of the month at Ironworks. If y'all want or need tickets, Roy G. Biv is also on that show. That's a smidge from Good Bar, his, uh, his we will, band. We will be there. So uh, what's, we will what's, be there. What, what, what day is yeah, that what show? what day is that? Let us know we're there. Yeah. Because there's actually a show on the Thursday that week in Rochester that I want to go to, so I need to talk to you guys about that so I can go. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'll speak for everybody and say no. October 29th. That's cool. We could do October 29th. You got it. You got to come to our show. November 12th. November 12th. November 12th at Tudor with the clockers and smitten for trash. That's both ways here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We'll trade tickets. Well, we don't have tickets. We don't have so. tickets. Just show, up. <laughs> Just show up. And I'm sure yours are probably more expensive with that lineup, so... <laughs> We're seven bucks at the door for Tudor Lounge, November 12th. Um, John, what is your... John, what is in your pockets? Uh, uh... Playing what's in John's pockets? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. 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 Nothing today. Okay, okay. Sorry. My other pockets, uh, like my hoodie pocket, but... That's in the car. Yeah, it's it's hoodie season, so like all my shit that's usually like my keys and everything are in my hoodie pocket now. Cause, I mean, I didn't wear a hoodie yesterday. I, mean, I just wore a jersey because it was kind of nice out. So, rocked my uh, Sabres Heritage Classic jersey to the game last night. Yeah, saw that my buddy Dave was sitting up at the two hundred level. He uh, he posted a picture, and I'm like, hey, I'm here too. And I sent him a picture of where I was sitting, and he's like. You're wearing that vintage white jersey down there? I can see that beard from anywhere. I said, uh, yeah. He says, I'm up right above the TV camera. So I found him. I'm like, hey, there you are. <laughs> 118? No, not 118. I was in, I've the last two times I was in 111 after sitting in 122, the, uh, the game before that. I was, I was mad at myself for getting 122. I don't know why I ended up with 122. I always sit on the, on the shoot twice side, but 122 is on the opposite side. So it's like, damn, I, I'm not used to being in this section. I'm like right below the fucking organist, <laughs> Curtis Cook. Good dude, by the way. Uh, like we've interacted a bunch on Twitter. I got him to Rick Roll the entire sta- arena Roll. once. I told, I like, they were having an uh, odd night, right? So they, yeah. we, uh, we were talking about the odd last week. Uh, they were having odd night and I was like, dude, you know what you have to do? You have to play Never Gonna Give You Up. And sure enough, he plays Never Gonna Give You Up. And everybody's like, oh, is he really doing this? And Karina goes, it's his fault, and points at me. Like, yeah, that's totally me. I totally told him to do this. 
like absolutely can prove I told him to do it. You know. Well, like, I mean, I blame you for Jill. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck oh, with man. her. She's just uh, she's just having fun with you. I know. I know. She likes you. Yeah, I know. She's my best friend. I, I love her. <laughs> but there's there's a survey going around out there, so I want to ask anybody. So I, well, so, but the but it's gone. No, it's I, not gone. It's not over yet. I want to ask the viewers out here. Okay, <laughs> should I cut my hair? Give me a yes or you're, no. You're gonna in trust the comments. them. You're gonna trust them to Be give you the honest. answer. You're gonna trust them to give you the answer you want. I know you. I know your answer. I, John. John, thoughts on clothing manufacturing. Laura says no. Laura says no. Laura says no. Gotta also, know. Also, wants your thoughts on clothing manufacturing. Um. Well, like we mean like fashion. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fashion. Like like how they make clothing. Oh, I. I like uh, sewing, I, I don't know. <laughs> Vertigo Child's got the got the uh, converse answer there. The uh, John, cut your hair yeah, back to. Your they want short you to hair. cut your hair back to your short hair. Okay, I got good. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, the the it goes out to the, the end of the week. Personally, I uh, I, I don't think you cut your hair. I I, I don't think I so. Will, I will put. I will put the survey up for the, the end of the month. End I don't month, think so. And wherever it goes, I'll go with it. I mean, you know why she why she picks at you all the time, right? Because yeah. you actually will listen to her. I don't listen to her. You're over here like, yeah, okay, I'll wear a jean kini. Okay, maybe if I don't you... want to wear a jean kini. She puts <laughs> she put that out there. And, and you're like, you're like, oh yeah, if she if the if this poll if if you know the the I'm cut thinking. my hair wins the poll. I'm gonna cut my hair, dude. You don't have to do anything she tells you to no, do. No, I'm not. I, I'm not doing what she tells me to do. I'm just saying, maybe. maybe. That's why she messes with you and doesn't mess with me is because maybe. I'm not gonna do well, what she you tells. Don't... Me. I'll play it. I'll, I'll be like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Not, yeah. no. <laughs> no, but never. No haircutting I... or hair removal, says Mark. Yeah, you gotta vote. Yeah. <laughs> that's a vote. I'll go with a vote. <laughs> So right, right now we're at seventy five percent and the saying yes. So Jill twenty five percent saying no. Jill had a, a story up yesterday that had a poll of whether or not John should cut his hair and get your emo swoop back. Is that what she said? Yep. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I what am I being mean about? Apparently I'm being mean. Stop being mean, Joe. What, what how am I being Thank mean? Thank you, Steph. Thank you. <laughs> what what did I do? Thank you, Steph. <laughs> She's not telling me what to do, I'm just saying. I might want to try something different. I don't know. I don't know. I really, I, I'm, do, I'm like, yes, I'm like, no on it. <laughs> I don't know what I will look like, honestly, if my hair was short again. Buy our merch. Yes, buy our merch. John's life matters. To, yeah, I know John's life matters. Not, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that, like, he should realize his worth and not listen to everything our singer tells him to do. I don't listen to everything she tells me to do. <laughs> I'll believe it when I don't see a Gene Keeney at my birthday show. I'm not wearing no Gene Keeney. <laughs> <laughs> I told her no you last night about that. Uh-uh. Good luck. My birthday show, November 12th, Tudor Lounge. Be there. Living Brain Dead, The Clockers, and Smitten for Trash. Maybe one more. I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking about it. Don't don't go to the other show. Definitely don't go to the other show. 
They're letting they're letting no. their, they're letting people pick their set list. No, you come and listen to what we think you guys will like because we know you guys. Yes. We know you like our songs and, and what songs you. you like. They don't know you and they don't care. <laughs> What's a Gene Tankini? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Not, no, no, you don't want to know. <laughs> it's like a Speedo, I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah it, it's exactly what it sounds like, a Gene Keeney. It's uh, basically a denim, a denim bikini. I don't know why she I came up with that for you. She wanted to auction me off. I guess. I, I got in the car and I'm just being told all about this. I have no idea. Like, I had, I don't know where this concept came from. I'm just like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I have no yeah. idea. Anyway. I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll go see, we'll go see Vertigo Child on the 29th. I think that's a, that's a good field trip. Great show, it looks like, too, with Fernway. Fernway's incredible, if you haven't heard them. Roy G. Biv is, is uh, I want to go, I want to go just because Roy G. Biv's playing, and Smidge is my favorite sound guy at Good Bar. We're, uh, we're, we're, we've been talking about, John would look great in anything, says Laura. Laura Noisebomb Moore. Thank you. Uh, we were, I was just talking with uh, a promoter I know who uh, is booking us on a show later in the year and I've got her in contact now with Chris at Good Bar because she's tired of going to, or not Good Bar, at Tudor because she's tired of going to Good Bar and having not so great sound. Now I don't want to talk shit about any of the sound guys in the area but Good Bar is hit or miss. Yeah. Like when we played Good Bar we had smidge, everything sounded great. We've been to shows at Good Bar where Smidge was working and everything sounded great. We've been to shows where Smidge wasn't working and the dude had everything turned up way too loud. Wondering why he's getting feedback. Like, come on, dude. Like, this room is not that big. It's a great room. It's a great place to have a show. He didn't if, know what he was doing. If you get a good sound guy. And believe me, like, there's... I have told Good Bar, hey, some of your sound guys suck. To a point where, like, when I was still booking there, they were like, yeah, we won't put this guy with you anymore. So, you know, like, I'm not trying to cost anybody their jobs. I just think these guys need to understand the room better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the sound would be great if it wasn't so <laughs> loud. That's true, yeah. You know, and yeah, I, I get it. You got a couple of dudes in a punk rock band on uh, on on YouTube sitting here saying, "Man, that t the sound was too loud," like a couple of old fucks. But no, like literally, the sound was too the sound was too loud, and it sounded like shit because it was too loud. Yeah. Like you're not mixing for the fucking arena. You're mixing for fucking good bar upstairs. It's it doesn't need to be that loud. Is there a bad bar? Okay bar? Average bar? Awful bar? Steph says, well, you are old. <laughs> Steph celebrated a birthday last week. You have a good <laughs> birthday? <laughs> uh, so there are no bars called bad bar, okay bar, average bar, or awful bar, but we could probably tell you about bad bars, okay bars, average bars, and awful bars. What's an awful bar around here, John? Do you, can you think of any? Yes. Um, when I played there, it's not even open anymore. Broadway Joe's. 
Oh, fuck, Broadway Joe's. <laughs> no. Uh, I've been to shows there. I've played there. Oh, man. I, I thought I was going to go through the stage because the stage moves. I, I played there with... Uh, we opened for uh, Smile Empty Soul. Okay. And it was one of the, it was like the best like think so brain show we ever played because I mean like it was the only time we actually opened for a national which in Brain Dead we've done that like three or four times at this point but mm-hmm. like we opened for Smile Empty Soul and like their bass player threw his back out the night before and couldn't play so it's just Sean and the drummer doing an acoustic set and taking requests all night which was cool as shit like. You don't see shit like that too often. Yeah. I mean, they later went on and did an acoustic tour, but this was part of their electric tour, and they're just sitting there, What's, what songs do you guys want to hear? <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, fucking Broadway Joes. They tried reopening it, some friends of mine, and yeah. it just it just didn't happen. They couldn't get, like, legal clearance to do it. I think it was, like, a fire safety issue or something. <laughs> you know, bar I didn't like, Steph says crab apples in the pink. Uh, what bar I didn't really like, as much as a lot of other people I know, was, uh, what the fuck was the, the really popular one that the Goo Goo Dolls used to play at? The Continental. Continental. I never... You were too I, young for the Continental. Yeah, I was too young. I never played it. Or never, I never played there. I never really heard of it. Um, kind of did, maybe. So I, I went there, like, when I was in high school. Yeah. With, like, a bunch of friends, because my one friend was, like, completely obsessed with it. And was like, oh, no, we're going to go, and we're going to stay out till, like, 3 in the morning, and then we'll take the 6 o'clock bus home. Like, okay. And we went out, and we were there for, like, an hour. Like, yeah, fuck this. Let's take the midnight bus home. <laughs> Let's go. It was cool. Like, they had, a, they had like, a, a place you could buy, like, stickers and shit in there, uh, which a couple of them are on my, my first guitar that I have. One says I'm fucking trying, and one is, like, young, angry, and poor or some shit like that. I don't know, but... <laughs> But, like, yeah, I, I was never a big big fan of that place. Even, like, I started going there, like, towards its dying days, too, and I was just like, eh, I could do without this place. I've been to, like, a show or two there. I, I'm 95% sure that I saw Johnny Revolting there once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure. I just know, like, I saw them, and it's like, oh, man, like, they're, like... I, I saw them years later. I'm like, wait a second. I have seen this band before. I'm pretty sure I saw them at Good Bar. Like, yeah. Um, not Good Bar. Fucking uh, the Continental. And I'm sure there's people watching and have been to the Continental and are like, no, the Continental was the best place ever. But I wasn't a fan. I don't know. Maybe if I went to like more actual shows there instead of just going to hang out. Um, I remember going there. The first time I went there, and for anybody listening on all WNY, this story is going to be pointless because you're not going to be able to see this. How old were you? How old was I when I went to the Continental for the first time? Like 17? Okay, yeah, I was like 10 or something. (laughs) (laughs) When the Continental closed, I was like 20-something. Okay, yeah, I was still young, yeah. I I was going with a dude who's probably about your age. Like, he was getting served, but he was definitely not not 21 at that point. But the first time I went to the Continental, I went with my buddy Sean, uh, and my other buddy Sean, and my one friend Sean's brother Jason, 
And we go, and I, the, the one thing that really stands out to me about this night is we were upstairs and they had a DJ playing and there's this one old dude in like one of those Buffalo Bills AFC champions like early 90s sweatshirts. You know the shirt. If you guys are, you live here, you know that shirt. This dude is standing up against the wall and he's just dancing like this. <laughs> like just for like half an hour straight, I'm and just sitting there like, this dude's ridiculous, what the fuck? <laughs> he was into it. He didn't look like he belonged there because it was like definitely more of a goth place to be uh, than a guy wearing a Buffalo Bills AFC, uh, AFC champions uh, sweatshirt, you know? <laughs> When's the last time you guys got one of those anyway? 94? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Why do you have a sour look on your face? Are you, you're not even a Bills fan, are you? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you even asked me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just, like, the Bills look good. They do. I watched the, the Niners on Monday. The, Did you? At the bar. Did you? It was on. <laughs> Big win for the Niners, who are now... So the entire NFC West is two and two, but the Niners have the tiebreaker, so they're technically first place in the NFC West. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess I could watch football for another week. And Steph's like, you know, it's like early in the season, and this doesn't matter, right? I'm like, go stop it. <laughs> I'm like, it was a division win. It absolutely matters. Like, <laughs> but hockey season starts within the next week, so um, yeah. I've been going go to bolts. All, I've been going to the preseason games, watching the Sabers. I saw Tage Thompson whoop somebody's ass last night. And I saw somebody on, somebody on Twitter today, and they shared the video of Tage getting in this fight. Oh, we're paying $5 million for this guy to fight? And it's like, dude, I don't really condone fighting in hockey. We've talked about this many times on the show. I don't really condone fighting in hockey I, because I read this book called Major Misconduct, and it's all about the, the effects that fighting in hockey has on the brain and like some of these guys who are uh, some of these guys who are now like walking around and they're super depressed and they're like alcoholics because they they clearly have CTE but you can't diagnose it till after they die mm -hmm. um so I'm not really a big fan of fighting in hockey but this fight last night I was all in because the dude like just leveled Vinny Hinestroza Tage saw it came over and started pounding the shit out of this dude. Ended up getting five for fighting, two for instigating, and a 10-minute misconduct. <laughs> but it was absolutely a good time to fight. I That's what I wanted. I'm like, this is the same fan base that's saying, oh, we're paying this dude $5 million to fight. This is the same fan base that if he didn't jump in and whoop this dude's ass, they'd be like, why didn't anybody come to his defense? <laughs> like, come on. Steph's over here talking shit. Niners aren't going to do shit. <laughs> I mean, the Bills will make the playoffs, and then they'll play the Chiefs, and they'll lose again. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> we'll still be the reason that you don't see the Packers in the Super Bowl. Joe is anti-fighting, but yet he enjoyed a fight. Yes. Yes. I, so, I'm, I'm so torn on the issue of fighting in hockey. Because on one hand, it's super exciting. I never want to see them actually like fully remove it from the game. It is a part of the game. Absolutely do not want to see it go away. But like, 
at the same time, it has such a, such a devastating effect on some of these players who, you know, like, I, I'm glad we don't have this enforcer role, like this Rob Ray role anymore. You know what I mean? I loved Rob Ray. Literally was telling you, saying last week, I sat there and watched a two-hour fucking videotape on VHS of nothing but Rob Ray fights. But I don't want to see that anymore. I don't want to see a guy whose primary role is to just go out there and fight. I don't want to see a Rob Ray. I don't want to see a John Scott, a Matthew Barnaby. You know what I mean? I want to see, you know, if there's going to be a fight in hockey, I need it to be for a reason. I need it to be because one of your guys just got leveled, like like what happened last night to Vinny Hinestroza. Like, so absolutely, so yeah, I, I have mixed feelings on fighting in hockey. It's necessary, but it doesn't need to happen all the time. I think right now we're, we're in a good place as far as like they've gotten it for the most part out of the game, but it still happens when it's necessary. Steph says, and you like wrestling. Yeah, I like wrestling. These guys don't actually get, yeah, I mean, like they do seriously get hurt sometimes, but like they're not actually punching each other in the face. <laughs> you know, like well, sometimes, yeah, by accident. And I mean, and wrestling does have a high mortality rate compared. I mean, less less so now, but a higher mortality rate than basically any other business on the planet. Uh, John, favorite color not including purple. My favorite color not not including purple, blue. Blue. I uh, I don't have these queued up. There we go. Okay. That is uh, if you if you look on his headphones right here, he's got he's got a blue uh, little tag on his headphones because I knew his favorite color was blue. Mine's got pink because it's the closest thing I had to red in the pack. So, <laughs> but my my headphone knob is red. Bring me more questions. Steph says we'll discuss this. We're talking about fighting and wrestling, like fighting and hockey compared to wrestling. Yes, we. We we'll can discuss, discuss this, this later. later. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Let's discuss it later. I I have a great book to recommend. In fact, let me let me get the the name of the author here because I keep talking about this book. You should write a book. I wouldn't know where to begin to write a book. <laughs> I'm actually going to go on Twitter because this dude actually liked my tweet because I tagged him in it. Um, uh, the author's name is Jerry Allingham. And he wrote a book called Major Misconduct where he followed around like three hockey players who were those uh, enforcer style players that, you know, their whole mission when they got on the ice was to fight somebody and just how their lives are now. And it's just like, whoa, this is, this is like, you know, it really puts it into perspective. But then at the end of the book, he talks to George LaRock, to George LaRock, mm -hmm. who is just mm -hmm. like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, fighting's fine. <laughs> like, okay, you know. So he gets that counterpoint in there. But I absolutely, uh, you know, I'm absolutely torn on the issue. I like it. I like why I, I like watching them sometimes. At the same time, you know, when it's when it's not a necessary fight, when it's not like somebody coming to the defense of another player, like I'm just sitting there, like, man, you guys really don't need to do this. You're just putting yourself in harm's way. CTE, concussions, look out for that shit. Head injuries are no joke. But, you know, it is what it is. But it was an exciting fight. Tage whooped the fuck out of that guy. Like, and even I was sitting there like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. But 
for this guy to be like, oh, $5 million for fighting. Like, if he didn't fight, you'd be criticizing him for not fighting. So pick one, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't mind differing opinions from mine, just when you're flip-flopping on your own opinions. Because Ryan Miller got run over by Milan Lucic years ago. And nobody came to his defense. And everybody was like, why didn't anybody go fight fight this guy? Why didn't nobody fight Lucic? And like, <laughs> like, these are the same people who are now like, why are we paying, paying Tage Thompson $5 million to fight? When he's literally coming to the, uh, the defense of a player. John, favorite wrestling move, not including the rock bottom. Mm. Mm. I see. see your text, Steph. That's not cool. <laughs> I have to go with my man, World Alone, Powerbomb. The Powerbomb Symphony? Or yep. just, yeah. He's wrestling Brian Cage, I think, this week. So that'll be a, see if he can powerbomb him that many times. I'm dying. Yeah, Wardlow's pretty cool, man. We got to see him win the TNT title out in Rochester. Yes, first title. <laughs> His first one. Yeah. Now, I literally like. I don't. I don't want to see anybody get hurt in sports. And I tweeted that out the other day. Somebody mm -hmm. was like saying, "Oh, so and so got hurt. And it's great." It's like, no, it's not fucking great. This dude's just trying to make a living. And I understand, like, you got players you dislike because they play for another team. If that's a rival of your team, they've tormented in some cases, your team that you root for. And for, for like a decade, I get that you don't like the guy. I don't want to see him get hurt. I don't like the guy either. I don't like, I don't like Tom Brady. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to see any of them get hurt though. I want to see him lose games, but I don't want to see him get hurt. I want to see everyone get hurt. In sports. <laughs> That's Laura for you. I want to see everyone get hurt in sports. So tonight, down at Mohawk Place, yeah. is uh, some friends of mine playing. Andrew J. Reimers and Kate Clark of CPX and the Rearview Ramblers. Uh, they're performing at Mohawk Place, 47 East Mohawk Street in Buffalo, with <laughs> Jeff Plankenhorn and Fuzzy of Fuzzy and the Rust Belts. Uh, that show starts right after this show at 8 o'clock. At ten, it's uh, ten dollars at the door and eighteen plus with your ID. This is the Rearview Ramblers, and this song is called "You Can't Buy Beer with Condolences" on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Climb way up high atop that bar 
with You Can't Buy Beer with Condolences. And you can catch some members of the Rearview Ramblers right after the show at Mohawk Place tonight. Uh, Andrew J. Reimers and Kate Clark, also of the CPX. Uh, and they are with Jeff Plankenhorn and Fuzzy of Fuzzy and the Rust Belts. That's at 8 p.m., $10, 18 and up. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's one of my favorite people on the planet right there, Andrew J. I Reimers. I don't like country music, but I, I, he was pretty dope. Yeah. Oh. Did you guys see the CPX? They usually do a Chris, uh, Christmas time show, so we got we got to go. I haven't been to one, uh, but they usually do a Christmas time show uh, down at Mohawk Place, so we got to go when they if they do that. Okay. Because um, like the CPX is, it's country punk. Oh. So this is like the like the Ramblers that we just played, the Rearview Ramblers. It's like a toned down version of the CPX, but the okay. CPX does like a like. Uh, I meant country punk. How country does that punk, go? dude. I, I I got to see it. I mean, I know you got to go after the show, but I was uh, I can I'll play it for you next time. Like I'll bring the CD or something. Okay. Or I I got it on my phone. We could. I'll play it for you at some point. I don't have it on my phone, but I have it. But yeah. Anyway, uh, I met I met Andrew and and Kate uh, right around the same time I met Brian. Okay. Uh, in the same way that I met Brian and I have video the first night I met them and like they did a, you know, like she was playing violin, he was playing guitar. They did a cover of, uh, like, uh, Astro Zombies by the Misfits okay. and, um, Mama Tried by Merle Haggard. It's like, this is so cool. Like Mama Tried. And the, the last time we ever had a live cover played on the Think So Joe show before we got told we can't play covers on the show was Andrew and Katie performing Real Big Fish's beer. Which, hey, they might play tonight. Who knows? Might be worth going to check out. I'm going to stay home and watch AEW, but that's just me. I got band practice. Eh. Like, if you were, didn't have band practice, but yo, let's go to Mohawk. But you have shit to do, so... <laughs> so I'm just going to... Make ah. some heavy music. I'm going to stay, stay home and save some money for once. <laughs> Instead of going to the Sabres. I've been buying the 50-50 raffles every Sabres game, too. Like, oh, 50 tickets for 20 bucks. Like, all right, it's for charity. <laughs> Why not? If I, if I don't win, that's 20 bucks towards charity. If I do win, well, I mean, I guess it's like 10 bucks towards charity because half of it goes to whoever wins. But, like, but, and if I win, I get, like, a couple of grand. Like, <laughs> either way, let's, you know, win-win. Yeah. So I haven't won. Oh, well. Win-win situation still. Yeah, absolutely. You still give the money to charity. Somebody else is leaving with like four grand. (laughs) You're leaving with, what, five bucks? Yeah. I mean, I've been also eating at every game, so I'm paying like 12 bucks for concessions for a slice of pizza and a bottle of Coke. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. I'm mad they don't sell Pepsi. I know, I know. I'm mad they don't have souvenir cups anymore. Yeah, that too. That's a, that's a, a victim of COVID. <laughs> Steph and I were talking about souvenir cups yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago because she was like, we were talking about the Sabres and she's like, have you seen my tattoo? And she shows me a picture of her tattoo and it's the Sabres logo and it says City of Hockey under it. I'm like, yo, I have a popcorn bucket with that on it. There's a fly. Yeah, I know there's a fly around here somewhere, a little tiny guy. Uh and then I'm like, I also have that cup, and I can't find either one of them, but I have a picture of the cup. 
So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, this is the, this, I have this picture. And she's like, yeah, that's where I got the idea for the tattoos. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> Mine's healing up. Finally, my, my Flanders here. Don't kill the fly. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not like closer to the lights instead of floating around down no, here by a, us. He's floating around my head. You got all these bright ass lights. You'd think he'd be flying around those. Anyway, protect the fly. I don't know if I got him. I don't think I got him. <laughs> I thought I might have. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to protect the spider to try to get away from me at work. <laughs> stepped on him. <laughs> Deserved it. There was a little tiny, tiny bug right behind my uh, faucet in my bathroom earlier. And I'm like, I'll kill this before John gets here. <laughs> There's a bug in there? A little tiny guy. Little oh, tiny. Oh. And like no bigger than this fly that's flying around. Was he a spider? Uh, Might have been. I don't know. It's dead. Whatever it is, I killed it. I killed it for you. I did it for John. I did it for the people. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> John, we need to break up attacking a helpless animal, says Laura. Okay. <laughs> he says, okay. Uh, got out of that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been a little while since I've seen uh, seen Andrew Reimers. I went and saw him. They played uh, they played at Fountain Plaza. The CPX did, like early in the summer, right when I first started dating Karina. She was working on a movie set over near where Rec Room is, and so like I went down there. I watched. Uh, it's on uh, silent this time. I see it's on silent. I'm just like I can't he, answer you, Rob. I'm like he knows. I'm on the air. He knows you're doing this, right? You like, mother. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so I went down, I saw the CPX, then walked over and hung out with Karina on her lunch break, and like, <laughs> eh, well, he can wait. He can wait. <laughs> Look at John learning to not answer his phone. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to pay for that later, probably. <laughs> They're trying to call you at Music is Art. You answer. Robbie Taycack just pops up in your spot. You don't see him for like another hour well, or two. Because it was him. Yeah, I Same know. Person. That's what I'm saying. You motherfucker. <laughs> you know I'm on the air. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I... Um... But yeah. So go see go see the yeah. show at Mohawk tonight. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. Sorry, people. Mm. Back to the show. Anyway. Watch John get angry at his phone. <laughs> John's yelling on the air now. He's mad. He's like, don't call me. I'm on the air. <laughs> John angry. <laughs> don't make John angry. You wouldn't like him John. if he's angry. Joe, can you ask John what his favorite musical instrument is? Please tell me what he... John, what's your favorite musical instrument? Let me answer that. Hold on. Nope. Nope. Where did I put it? Nope. Nope, nope, hold on. Hold I on. can't get to my drumsticks either. So. <laughs> What's my favorite instrument? Let's see. Um. <laughs> He's got glasses. <laughs> oh, the, the flute. The flute? No, I'm playing. Uh, I, I was saying, are you hanging out with Lizzo? <laughs> I always wanted to play a saxophone. Like a, I love saxophone Saxophones? solos. Mm. So I, I got to say saxophone. New York's all right if you like saxophones. Anyway... <laughs> Look. Laura John says saxophones. 
You look uh, intelligent. You got you got that you, you got to keep them on now because now you got the you got the Garth thing going. I'll just I'll, here we'll do this. We'll do this. Whoa! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I need a right. Yeah, I need the drumsticks. <laughs> they're there's they're on the drums. They're just under the foot pedals. Anyway, yeah, right. And monkeys might fly out of my butt. <laughs> Good call. You should think so, Joe. Show. Wayne's World hats yeah. at uh, merch.thinksojo.com. I can get myself confused because we have merch. really not my glasses. Merch.thinksojo.com and shop.livingbraindead.com. So, <laughs> anyway. These are fake, so they're not really my glasses. I also have fake glasses. But that's for when I perform with yellow sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I saw our buddy Dewey from Wyatt Coin posted something where he was like, oh, XM Priory's the new best band. Forget Yellow Sauce. And uh, Yellow Sauce replies like, oh, let the war between us and XM Priory begin. And then the two bands are in the chat going back and forth. So I just went in with the Living Brain Dead account and just put a picture of Jerry the Mouse sitting in a bucket of popcorn eating popcorn. <laughs> oh, it's new. And that, that's, that's for me. Joe, can you ask John what he thinks about AEW? Please tell me what he says. John, what do you think about AEW? Wow. Let me tell you my topic on AEW. Um, I, I think it's a really good show, honestly. Okay. Sometimes it could be better than WWE. Okay. Other times, you know, I mean, what Triple H has been doing, and worth watching WWE over AEW sometimes. I got to tell back you. back and forth. I gotta tell you, uh, by the way, Laura, he says AEW is good. And <laughs> I gotta tell you, like I, as uh, my you and you and Jill have to know how much I really like you guys because I am really I was really looking forward to watching Extreme Rules on Saturday and seeing where this white rabbit leads to, but uh, I'm instead probably gonna go with you guys to see Grosh, and that's also a testament to Grosh because I do absolutely love Grosh. Uh, one of my favorite bands around here. Joe, we're going to see Grosh. You're watching. Yep. John, have you been wearing glasses this whole time? No, actually. Up to now. Are Laura and John not speaking? No, they broke up because John was trying to kill a fly. <laughs> right, see, John was mean to a fly. <laughs> mm -hmm. I haven't seen him True since story. I thought I caught him, so... <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen him since Thursday. I meant the fly since I oh, thought I fly. caught him. Oh, but no, I haven't yeah. seen you. I haven't seen you since Thursday, which is weird. We're always like hanging out on weekends and going to shows. I've been stuck with the devil. I went to a show. I went. I went out Saturday night. I was sitting here, sitting here, sitting here. It was like eleven o'clock before I even left the house, and I got to. I got to tutor, and I walk up, and Ryan's like, "Oh man, they must be waiting for you then, because they haven't started yet." Like, "Oh okay," so I go in, and Sunless Winter played like four songs. It was still like a half hour set. <laughs> But like, because it's progressive metal, um, and it was really good, by the way. If you get a chance to see Sunless Winter, please do. Um, and so I watched them, and I hung out for a little bit, and I talked to Chris, and I talked to everybody. I just kind of hung out with everybody. Talked to Seth from Sunless Winter, uh, Jimmy from Sunless Winter, because he's playing through a Helix. So I was like, dude, how many times do people come up to you and be like, dude, you're playing through that? Because it happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then we were talking about like things we could do with the Helix. I said, are you automating that? He said, no. I'm like, no, but I know I can do it. 
I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm at. I know I can do that. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to. <laughs> no, it was a pretty cool set. It was a pretty cool set though. Three piece progressive metal band. My buddy Seth is the uh, great solo show so far. You you don't even exist right now. I don't exist in, in in Laura's mind. You are not actually here. I'm actually here. Um, I'm doing a solo show apparently. Anyway, you're, you're like, uh, you're like the little Jimmy to my R-Truth. <laughs> He's actually leaving. Look at him go. He'll be back. He left his Pepsi in his bag. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, he, oh, he's, oh, he's out. Look at him. He's gone. Look at that. You hear the backpack rumbling up against his microphone. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm... Okay. Oh, he's back. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, shout out to Allie Burns for the t-shirt. We, uh, we've been trying to see each other play and we just keep having shows the same day as each other. So forgot my glasses. Uh, he forgot his glasses. That's why he's back. She was playing with uh, O-Town and uh, what was the other one? LFO. She was playing with them the night of Music is Art. So she couldn't go to Music is Art and I couldn't go see her. At the LFO show. Why did the door randomly open and close? I don't know. Ghosts. Need to call Scooby-Doo. Call the mystery, the mystery, the, the mystery ink. I'm do ghosts. <laughs> Steph's, oh, about, you're devastated about not being able to go to LFO? Yes. <laughs> I'm devastated about not being able to go to LFO so I can tell them how bad their fucking lyrics suck. <laughs> I, I might have another chance to go do that to O-Town, though, because they're playing December 8th at the casino, or 9th, somewhere around there. John, you are the ghost. Yes, John, you are the ghost. When did I die? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's checking his pulse. Also, you got cobwebs on your legs. Yeah, I saw those the other day. I meant to clean them. I forgot. <laughs> but, uh... That means you got spiders. But, uh, no, I mean, you get ghosts, you gotta call, like, uh, you know, Scooby and the gang, right? And it just, there's a new, there's a new series coming out called Velma that's centered around Velma from Scooby-Doo, who is canonically in this series a lesbian. Like, wow. we didn't already know that. <laughs> like, I will not, <laughs> I'm getting yelled at. Joe, you will not ruin December 9th for me. Thank you for telling me what the date, well, our thing stopped working here. <laughs> We're gonna reset this thing. She's always yelling at you. You in trouble, Joe? What happened to the braids? I haven't had braids in years. I want. I didn't get to see you in braids. I mean, Katie, you did not. Katie did. So did uh, so did Jill. Oh shit. <laughs> did she, Brian. Brian did not. So I'm with Brian. Okay. Yeah, you're with Brian. No, Katie didn't see me with braids either. Like, she knew me back then, but she was living in Jersey, so she never actually saw me with braids. Jill saw me with braids, though, because she took pictures of Think So Brain. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, come out, check our show, November 12th, for Joe's 48th birthday. God damn it. 48th birthday. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. It's going to be a birthday bash. We're going to see him. We're gonna ha I'm going to have 48 candles with a birthday cake. <laughs> be there. He's 48 years old, everybody. He's going to be 48. 
<laughs> Whatever you say, Axel. He's almost 50. <laughs> Wait till you turn 50. I'm going to throw you a big bash. <laughs> That's in two years. <laughs> it's in 10 years, but okay. Nine two years, years for me. Nine years. Anyway. <laughs> Who's counting? One for good luck, 49 candles. Look what you started. <laughs> anyway. I am 40. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not, Brian. Brian could disagree with that. Brian would disagree with that, but that's because Brian was just... And I took it over for Brian. <laughs> and I know, which is why I call you, which is why I call you Axel. So, do I have AARP maybe, yet? Maybe no, in a no I don't have AARP yet. You call me Axel. <laughs> I don't know about in a couple weeks. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, if you lose this poll, you might cut your hair. Because Jill told you to. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, uh, we gotta get her on the show one of these days. Get oh her, God, get no! Her get her a no. on Wednesday. No! <laughs> I am doomed. <laughs> that would be fun though, but I am doomed. I'm, just, I'm warning you, people. She's worse. Steph has a life alert I can borrow. Uh, I'm gonna need one. <laughs> From hanging out with Jill, she's gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting at the Sabres game. He's texting me, Joe, save me. I'm like, even if I wasn't here, what do you want me to do? This bitch is crazy. <laughs> You're the one that went and hung out with her. <laughs> she held me in my will. <laughs> get in the car. Okay. I think John should cut his hair and get an office job. She changed her vote. She voted no earlier. Now she's voting you should cut your hair and get an office job. Maybe I got to wear a suit. I was gonna go some. No bandana. <laughs> no, Steph, he's not. Your texts pop up on my screen, by the way. <laughs> anyway. I think John should cut. Anyway. Oh, my. Anyway, I I was gonna go out and do some important stuff this morning, and I was gonna wear a suit. I didn't end up having to because, like, I got I a phone call to make. Suit though. I What's, got a minute. Uh, so do I. I just don't know, like, where any of my suit stuff is, John, so I was like... John can only wear a shirt. A suit. John a can suit. only wear a suit. A suit. Yeah. Like... Every, Even when John is sleeping. Every day. Even when John is sleeping. Band practice, shows. Yeah, even when John is sleeping, you gotta wear a suit. Even when I'm sleeping. Even when... John would look like Slenderman in a suit. Yeah, right. I could see that. He's not tall enough. Not tall enough. No, you're, you're not tall enough to I, look like Slenderman in a suit. Hey, I clean up pretty nice when I'm in a suit. I look great. I look like a million bucks. Yeah, I look okay in a Put suit. Put my hair up, getting shaved. I just never have an excuse to wear a suit. I don't even wear a bandana. I was Like I said, I was going to go out this morning, but then I got a phone call that took care of the problem I was going to take care of, so. Yeah, I, <laughs> Hopefully. I, got, I got two root canals coming my way. Yeah, that sounds like fun. No. Joe, take us somewhere fancy so we can dress the... Where do you want to go? Let's go. The four of us. Let's, let's go. We're going we... to the bar. Huh? We're going to go to a, a, or a dance. Or, or like, we're going, we're going clubbing. We're going to go <laughs> clubbing. I'm going to wear a suit. Yeah, we're going to uh, go clubbing? I'm going to dance. John, you are not allowed to listen to music. Your only hobbies can be watching nature documentaries. <laughs> Uh, 
Can those include like YouTube videos of like the 12 times dogs killed wolves or something like that, right? Because then you can watch videos I voice. I hate doing them because I hate animals getting hurt, but... Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she's got to wear that 80s prom dress somewhere since her party was canceled. We were going to throw a prom in 2020, an all WNY prom, and it ended up getting canceled. That was a killer lineup we had for that too. And we were all going to dress nice and it was going to be, it was going to be really fun, she but... Just, uh, she really uh, just say that? I can't listen to music? You can only watch nature documentaries. No. <laughs> no. 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 I no, will start no, directing no. nature documentaries and I'll put good music in them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we were going to do this all WNY prom a few years ago. Let's see if I can get this uh, <laughs> event here. Canceled. All WNY prom. I want to see what the lineup was. Oh, we were going to play this. We were? It was XM Priory, Living Brain Dead, and uh, from Rochester, Poison the Prophet. It was going to happen June 13th, 2020. And it just never, obviously, for obvious reasons, that show didn't happen. Huh. Um, and since then, both us and Poison the Prophet have lost a member. Oh, I was in the band, too. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to play this, and it just never happened. And then we lost Brian, and Poison the Prophet lost Mike, their guitar player. So we, uh... Oh, I want to go to prom. <laughs> Joe is better than John. Wow, that is a huge insult coming from Laura. <laughs> Whoa! Well, it was just a fly! I don't know, she says she doesn't like animal abusers. It was just a fly! <laughs> Shoot me, why won't you? Steph loves both of us equally. <laughs> you. Laura, shoot me, what the hell? It was a fly! <laughs> if it was a spider, I would have murdered it. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to do this again. I think next June, I think we do an all WNY prom. And plus, I did not snack the fly. I gave him a high five. Okay? <laughs> I gave him a high five. <laughs> We'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go. Let's go with that, yeah. I, I think next year we throw an all WNY prom. I, I think we do that. We play it. Okay. We'll get Poison okay. the Prophet on Would it. Would that make you happy, Laura? Would that make you happy? He's got to find him. I don't know where he went. Fly, fly wherever you are. I am sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. Then I kill you sooner! <laughs> wow. We throw a prom right now, says Steph. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can get new, like, dress pants before I can do a prom. We're, we're from, well, okay, we're gonna, yeah, Living Brain Dead prom. Okay, next, next show we, you book, it's gonna be a prom. I think we do one next year. I think we do an all-WNY prom. Mm -hmm. We play it. We'll reach out to Poison the Prophet, see if they want to play it, because they were originally supposed to play the first one. That dress didn't happen. Nice. Yeah, that was the, that was the idea. It was... Just like uh, a prom, just with better music. Just noise. <laughs> with us and XM and Poison the Prophet, that was going to be a killer fucking lineup. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, and, and, you know, Poison the Prophet, they've lost a member as well. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to them. And, and I lost a lot of members. Rest in peace, Mike. No, I mean, like, the way we lost a band member. Yeah, that's 
yeah. Yeah, they had a uh, Steph will contact Taylor Taylor Swift and see if she can play. We'll do it the night of the Super Bowl. She's not busy. I never got the T-shirt. Yeah, what happened? You never get, the T-shirt never showed up. Oh, it's not showing up now. People are hates me. I guess. It reminds me. I got to check out some mail that I'm waiting on. <laughs> I'm going to do that while we're on the air. Actually, we're going to a song break in a few minutes, so that can just wait until I get there. But anyway. That means I will call Rob and yell at him. Yeah, call Rob and yell at him. The next song is, uh, well, it's two minutes and 16 seconds. So you got, got two minutes to yell at him. Yeah, two minutes to yell at him. So, yeah. I dislike John. He can't have shirts. Steph says, ouch, too soon to my reference to Rihanna playing the Super Bowl. Laura, I'm sorry. Plus, Joe didn't give me... You have my address. <laughs> You've said so much stuff to me over the years. You have my address. Anyway. It was just a little... It's like a fruit fly. Like a little <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Ooh, that's exciting. This is going to be here tomorrow. I, I ordered... Our singer loves coffee, so I ordered her a living brain dead coffee mug. Also nice. Like the like like a thermos. Nice One two eight. I hate the Bills Road. That, that's not my address. <laughs> Be one thirty eight. I hate the Bills Road because misfits. We all one thirty eight. <laughs> Had some friends used to play that song. Band called uh, Apathy back in the day. Used to play that song. I knew that song from them, and then when I finally heard the Misfits version, I'm like, man, this isn't nearly as good as they made it sound. <laughs> it's good. It's just not that good. Anyway, uh, we got some music to play here. Yes, yes. And you can catch this next artist tomorrow night. Uh, they're performing at Nietzsche's 248 Allen Street in Buffalo with Adelaide and Spud. At 8.30 p.m., that's $5 at the door and 21 and up with your ID. This is Wiley something, and this song is called Forgiveness on all WNY. Think So Joe Show.
we're back. John's phone call took exactly the right amount of time. <laughs> he literally hung up and had his headphones on right when we went back. These motherfuckers don't listen. These motherfuckers don't listen. <laughs> I told the guy, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock. He knows I do a fucking podcast. Go to the venue. <laughs> go to the place. 8 o'clock. You... Mm, I'm just gonna... <laughs> <sighs> Wiley something's in the chat. He says, huge thanks for ripping that song, guys. Yeah, no problem, man. We, uh, I, I was looking for like Adelaide and I couldn't find their music anywhere. So I, and it's like, we just played Spuds. It's like, let's play Wiley something. I don't know the guy, let's play him. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I dig it, man. Good stuff. That's tomorrow night at Nietzsche's 248 Allen Street. You can see Wiley something with Adelaide and Spud. We saw Spud. Spud. Yeah, you. Spud. Go, uh, go get some little mini potatoes. Yeah, yeah. She gave me a mini potato. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this potato? She kicks ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spud's fucking cool, man. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to listen to a little bit of uh, Wiley Something's uh, EP or album. Like, as I was, you know, putting stuff into the into the board here. So, good stuff. Definitely go check that out if you're not doing anything better tomorrow at 8.30. We'll be probably right in the middle of practice. Jay's coming tomorrow. Jay. Yeah, he's coming to set up our Jay. Coming to set up our stuff. I saw Jay last week. Yeah. And he shouted out the show. Yeah. On stage as he's opening for Authority Zero. Our show? <laughs> he your, shouted your show. our shouted out our show, the our podcast. Show. Really? Yeah. He saw me standing. I was wearing my Think So Joe show Wayne's World t shirt. What do you what do you say? He was like, We have a Think So Joe show we have a Think So Joe shirt on a Think So Joe human. We've done his show so many times, and it's uh, you know, if you guys and our interviews always devolve into talking about wrestling and the Simpsons. So if you like those two things, check out the Think So Joe show. No. He's the opening for a national act and saying this stuff. <laughs> Taking time out of his set to say this. Thank you, Joe. Which we is, love you, dude. Which is which is part of the reason that our thumbnail this week is the Simpsons TV. No. That and I didn't have anything else to do, Our, so I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's an idea. We gotta thank Joe. Jay. We gotta thank Jay, sorry. <laughs> I, I got the Think So Joe show in my head, sorry, buddy. Yes, yes, yes. We gotta thank Jay. Thank you for giving a, sh a shout out to us. Jay from On The Cinder, he's coming by tomorrow to help yeah. us with some stuff in the room, so. Your band kicks ass. Definitely. You gotta see him. Have you seen him? I've seen him once. Okay. Yeah. They're a good band, man. Like I, I, it was them, and it was uh, fuck. Who was the other band? <laughs> uh, working class stiffs, opening working for class authority. Stiffs. Opening for authority here. I'm like, I'm there. My homies. <laughs> I get to, I get to go hang out with my friends in the stiffs. I get to hang out with my friends in on the cinder. I get to hang out with uh, with, with Laura Rose, who's working their merch and you know putting us on shows now. <laughs> Soon, yes. Yeah, I we yeah. Very soon. We don't have details to announce, but uh, don't make plans for New Year's <laughs> yet until you hear from us. Yes, we're gonna be playing out a lot more now. Yes. Also, come see us November twelfth at Tudor Lounge mm -hmm. with the Clockers. Celebrating Joe's forty eighth birthday. Forty eighth <laughs> birthday. Don't miss it. <laughs> be there. 
Oh, man. I'm going to have a cake. I, dude, I'm at 48 the, candles. I'm at the game last night, and somebody behind me points out that the Sabres goalie, Craig Anderson, they're like, oh, he's wearing his jersey. He's got he's got some balls to wear his age on his jersey, and he's number 41. I'm like, this dude's older than I am? Like, he's literally, like, six months older than me. Don't he's the ideas, last... Joe. He's the last active NHL goaltender to have been drafted in the 90s. If you could believe that. Steph, you're... Wow. Steph's getting hardcore. Okay. Okay. Fuck the 48. You're 49, motherfucker. I will proudly wear that. And I'll wear a 49ers jersey to... to no, no, to... no, no, no. She, he's 48. He's 48. <laughs> he's 48. You're mistaken. I'm sorry. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe he might get a jersey with a 49 in it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, come check out. I, I have a 49ers jersey with an 85 on it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. One for good luck. John, get it together. The candle on the cake. 49 candles because oh, one for good one, luck. One for good luck. You, yeah. you are so right, Steph. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me on that one. You are so right. So, yeah. I mean, he he's got to do this to me when I'm close to 50. So... Joe remembers the 90s because he is old. Yes, I absolutely do. I was at Rite Aid the one time. I was picking up a prescription for uh, for Karina, and I'm wearing this uh, Cookie Monster t-shirt. It's the Limp Biscuit significant, al- significant Other album cover, but instead of, like, the, the shadow figure, it's Cookie Monster. And it says... Uh, Sam's in the chat. He says he loves the, yellow, the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road vinyl in the background. That is now John's. I have, uh, I, that, I got a second copy of that, so I've bequeathed it to John. And also right behind it is a copy of Pink Floyd's The Wall. That one's open, but that was because I didn't feel like digging out my copy, and I got, like, um, uh, in the flesh stuck in my head. So. What's up, Sam? Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, what was I talking about now? <laughs> Before I got distracted. And you're talking about your 40th birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, remembering the '90s, yeah. So I'm in. I'm in. I'm talking to the girl working at Rite Aid, wearing this Cookie Monster T-shirt, and it says, "I did it all for the cookie." Did all for the cookie. Oh yeah, I'm a, because it's a, because it's a Limp Biscuit parody T-shirt yeah. with Cookie Monster on it. And she goes, "I did it all for the cookie." I'm like, "Yeah, it's uh, you know Limp Biscuit." And she's like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, it's it's a '90s thing." She's like, "I." I'm an, I was, I was, I was, I was around in the 90s. I'm like, how much of it do you remember? She's like, I was born in 93, so not much of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, don't call yourself a 90s kid if you don't know nothing about the 90s. I don't care if you were born in the 90s. Joe, ask John what he thinks about the Simpsons and tell her what she, John, what do you think of the Simpsons? I'm right here. You can ask. <laughs> I love the glasses gimmick. He's stealing my gimmick, but I love the gimmick. My new gimmick. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Simpsons. What do I think about Simpsons? It's a classic. It's a classic. But apparently they uh, they assumed everything right about um, 2020, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. They assumed every, everything right about the queen, apparently. Gonna die and shit. So they, they, they know something we don't know. It's Flanders' dad. 
They really do. Anyway. You know something we don't know? Uh, it's just, a good show, though. Good I show. I've got my, uh, my Flanders tattoo here. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here the other night. It's midnight. I don't feel like working. Actually, I don't think I had any work to do, so I'm just like, hey, isn't The Simpsons on TV right now? And it's like, oh, it starts at midnight. Like, all right, so I watched, like, Family Guy for half an hour, and then I put on... Uh, no, I watched Seinfeld for half an hour, then I put on The Simpsons, and they started with the first Treehouse of Horror. And they showed, like, the first four. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna sit here and watch these. <laughs> Even though I could literally put... Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, John's got the cat girl glasses on. Oh, fuck. John, find me a guitar pick. <laughs> I can't. He's got the cat girl. He's got the cat girl glasses on. Wow, this is out of tune. Sounds like it's out of tune. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's out of tune. Definitely out of tune. Just barely. <laughs> it's cool you got a tuner, right? That should do it. Yeah, don't fuck with cat girls. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> anyway. What's funny is I could actually plug in the electric guitar if I wanted to. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. So you stole Jill's glasses. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> Sam says, now that's Elton John. Steph can play Smoke on the Water, just the first seven notes. Yeah, everybody can. Actually, the funny thing is I can never remember how to play Smoke on the Water. It's one of the first songs I ever learned, and I cannot remember how to play it half the time. I remember all the Metallica songs I learned when I first started learning guitar. But I can't remember how to play fucking Smoke on the Water. <laughs> Easiest fucking guitar song ever. Buy our merch. Think so, Joe. Merch. Merch. Think so, Joe. Ask John t-shirts, think so Joe show hats and t-shirts and you look like you're ready for a Saturday night fight. Yes, I am. Because Saturday night is all right for fighting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, yeah. You got, you're adding to your, you just show up here and you get to add to your vinyl collection. Because mm -hmm. I'm just like, I already have this one. I already have this one. I'm part of that Amazon, like Amazon has a vinyl club where you pay like 25 bucks and they send you just a random vinyl that they think should be in your collection. And occasionally I'll get some that are on the, uh, <laughs> she says that fighting is okay. Mm -hmm. Elton John says Saturday night's all right for fighting. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, who am I to argue with Sir Elton John? Well, There's actually an Elton John's greatest hits in that pile. I haven't looked at either. I don't, I just, but yeah, there you go. Goodbye, Yellow Brick. Look, what do you got on here? You got uh, Candle in the Wind, Benny and the Jets. Benny and the Jets. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. All the girls love. Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting's on there. Alice. A Alice, yes. Who's Alice? I don't know. <laughs> if you flip behind that Pink Floyd, you'll see Alice. Flip down that Pink Floyd. I'll show you. You'll see Alice. No. Over on behind him. There's Alice. Alice Cooper. We're not worthy. We're, We're not, not worthy. worthy. 
That one's mine though. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Uh, so I already had the wall. I already had uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. So it was like- sister can't twist. <laughs> Does this got your song on it? Let me see. I don't see, no, it doesn't. No? No, I don't see it. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> That's a great album. I, I own that already though, because I was at the record store with Brian and Brian's like, hey, do you have Goodbye Yellow Brick Road? Like, no. He's like, you do now, here you go. <laughs> so, so, be, so you pay 25 bucks, Amazon sends you a record that is like essential for a record collection. And so like, I, this is now twice I've gotten a record I already have. So I figured, screw it, you might as well take the Pink Floyd The Wall too, cause I'm, I've already listened to it. I like my 1970s copy better than this one. So you could have this one, that way you have a copy of one of the great, uh, one of the great uh, albums of all time. I got a friend who's just like, man, I listened to that Pink Floyd record and there's no singing on it. It's just all instrumental. Like, no the fuck it's not. It's got some great fucking lyrics. <laughs> it's got some of, the, some of the greatest songs ever written, man. Comfortably Numbs on that record. I have over 500. Why would you think you'd get it? Because I have gotten new ones. I've gotten stuff I, I didn't already have from Amazon. I've also, they've also twice tried to send me Aretha Franklin's gospel record. <laughs> I sold it the first time and I saw it the second time as it got into my cart and I'm, or into my orders. And I'm like, no, cancel that one. I don't want it. I didn't want it the first time. I got my money back on it though, at least. So, <laughs> but no, I, I get good records from them occasionally uh, that I, that I didn't have before. I can't think of any off the top of my head that I got from them, but, uh, but definitely have gotten some that were like, yes, this has to be in my collection. Frank Zappa, Live in New York, I think was one of them. Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa, Live. I haven't listened to that one yet, actually. I gotta listen to that at some point. I got so many records I still need to get to. There's still more on the way. I just got a couple of days ago that Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper Live album that uh, was behind the Pink Floyd there, and also a Hall & Oates record that was like their comeback record after they split for a little while. Uh, I got that. That's right behind that Alice Cooper record. I got those the other day. Um, Eminem's Recovery is in there. I haven't listened to that one yet. So I just got to clean up the studio so I can have room to actually get to my vinyl and listen to them and put those all away. Because <laughs> that's like a month and a half worth of vinyl in that stack right there. And I got to hope I got enough room for all of it. Might have to buy more shelves. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you, your friend, you, you get, you luck out sometimes where I'm just like, Hey, you know, I got this record. I'm just going to sell it. Do you want it? Here you go. Here's for your collection. So. And more. Yeah. You get, uh, so, you know, that pink, like I said, I got that pink Floyd and I got in the booth one night and my brain just starts, so yeah, thought ya, might like to go to the show. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta listen to The Wall. And that was already like out on the shelf, like on the table. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna listen to this one instead of my, instead of my old copy. And I put it on and it's like, man, the old copy just sounds better. But it's still The Wall and it's still a fantastic album and it still sounds good. It just... For some reason, that that early copy, and it is like a super early copy. It was like back before they fixed the liner notes, 
because the liner notes back when the album first came out were missing half the band members and had a song that wasn't even on the album, the lyrics for it. So, and just, I don't know if it's just the way they remixed the album or whatever, but like, it just, there's something about it that I like better. So it's just like, you know what? I'm probably never going to listen to this. You can take it. Actually, now that I think about it, do you like Linkin Park? Yeah. If I could get to that Linkin Park record, which I don't think I can today, because I think it's in that one over in the corner there. I'll see you. Yeah. I have hybrid, I have a second copy of Hybrid Theory. Nice. So I, I, I originally bought Hybrid Theory and then they released a uh, 20th anniversary box set that had Hybrid Theory reanimation and like some B-sides. It's like, oh, I gotta buy that. Now I have two copies of Hybrid Theory. So. Sorry, I mean, man. there are, it's okay. There are some records I have doubles of where I'm like, I'm keeping the doubles. Like Hall & Oates Voices, uh, Green Day Insomniac. But like, that's because they're different versions of the same album. Speaking of different versions of the same album, you know what I got the other day? And I finally opened it. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to listen to it. it. Was Pearl Jam 10. Do you like Pearl Jam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of... Not really. I like the music, but as soon as Eddie Vedder opens up his his mouth and like, dude, shut up. Sam does a good impression. And like, what? A, it's That's weird good. to me because like, like a song like um, "Elderly Woman in a Phone Booth" or whatever the fuck that song's called, right? Where like he sings, and he sings so well. And it's song like black to a, to an extent too, but then like all the rest of the songs, he just sings like this, like this, like this is Kermit the Frog singing for Pearl Jam. <laughs> like, like, dude, no, no. If I could sing like you, I would not do that stupid fucking voice. And that's why I don't like Pearl Jam. So I, I like just, Pearl Jam. Mm. but I got a good deal on ten, and it's like an anniversary, like thirty fifth anniversary edition. And it's got two different mixes of the album. I can't tell the to tell the difference between the two, because I listened to both. Because like maybe this maybe this other one would be better. It was a little little bit better, but it wasn't too big of a difference. I listened to the album. I'm like I just, I really like the band, and I would really like these songs if he just sung these better. <laughs> you know, like. Because I know he can sing better. If I didn't know he could sing better, I'd be like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm going to throw you off topic right now. Okay. Do we know the address to this spot? This practice spot? <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to you during the song break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know for shit. Yeah. I just know how to get there. Tell him to wait eight minutes and I'll give you the, uh, I'll give you the okay. address. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. I'll tell you in eight minutes. <laughs> John with his voice text. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the album is good. It's just, I can't sit here and listen to Pearl Jam without, like, making fun of Eddie Vedder's voice. 
Like I put on Alive, and Alive is Alive would be a really good song if anybody else sung it, or if he just sang it in his like, you know, the same voice that he sings Elderly Woman in. <laughs> but like, but I'm just listening to like, uh, you know, a song like Alive, where it's like, man, this is a really good song, except he's singing like, uh, while she walks slowly across a young man's room. Like, dude, come on. Sing, you're better than that. Mm -hmm. You know, like. You're better than that, come on. Yeah. See, like, like when Wayne's, Wayne and Garth were going to see Pearl Jam, that's when I, I started listening to Pearl Jam for a little bit. Like, uh, I'm not feeling Pearl Jam. I never been into Pearl Jam, but I was like, I got this album for like 16 bucks. I'm like, yo, two copies of it, basically. Because you have the, the original 90s mix and you have this remixed version. Yeah. And the last album I got that was like the original version and a remixed version was Iggy Pop of the Stooges. Iggy Pop. Uh, Raw Power. Okay. And All there right. is such a huge difference between that original Iggy Pop mix and the later David Bowie mix. And it, that it's just like, okay. yo, this this second mix is so much better. So oh. that, hey, maybe, it, maybe this second mix of Pearl Jam... Maybe. Maybe he'll sound better. No. Nope. Still doing that frog Fuck. in his throat voice. But, uh, yeah. well, you know, Karina really liked Pearl Jam. And the Sabres, for a little while, their, their penalty-killing song was Animals by Pearl Jam. So whenever we yeah. go to a game and the Sabres would take a penalty, Karina would be like, yeah, Pearl Jam time! Like, no, this is not a good thing. Like, Sabres the Sabres are killing a penalty, and they're playing Pearl Jam. This is terrible. <laughs> That's why they play Pearl Jam. Yeah. I don't know. I always try to get them to play uh, Never Gonna Give You Up for penalty kills when they offer to, like, they, they sometimes will let you, like, you know, send them song requests. Yeah. So I always try and get them to play Never Gonna Give You Up for a penalty kill because we're not going to give up the goal. Mm-hmm. See? Mm -hmm. it, it works. It ties in. Anyway, but they never, they never do. I did get them to to rickroll the the crowd once at Odd Night. Really? Yeah. Wasn't I just telling you this like an hour ago? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, because I'm friends with uh, this, I'm friends with their uh, organist on Twitter. We were there was a there was a string of games that I went to that he wasn't working, and it's just I, like I, I notice all the times going out with you. Everybody knows you. Yeah, apparently so. Um, so, but I, like, I finally went to a game, I went with Jasmine, and we went and sat in the, uh, in that section, uh, where the organist is, so I went up and, uh, introduced myself, got a picture with him, and, like, you know, it's like, oh, you guys are breaking the space-time continuum, you're actually in the same building at the same time, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I guess so, but, uh, he's a good, he's a good dude, he, uh, he plays the organ at his local church. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, but, but yeah, I got him. I was like, dude, you should play Never Gonna Give You Up. And he did. And, uh, you know, Karina blamed it on me. And everybody's like, dude, this is your fault. I went and watched the replay of the game afterwards when I got home. And I found the spot where he was about to play it. And then they cut to the fucking Mayday clip for the eight billionth time. <laughs> Like, yes, we've all seen Brad May score this fucking goal and RJ yell, Mayday! Mayday! Like, do we really need to see this every fucking game? I love RJ. Look, I got his, I got his banner on the wall behind me here. See? This, there. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Right there. Anyway. <laughs> Good. You pointed shit in the room. Anyway. <laughs> you seem to find it better, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> what are you doing now? You doing the YMCA? No. <laughs> oh, Ash. Ash. You got the NWO thing going. Throw up the. Too no, sweet? No, no, no. You got too sweet. <laughs> you got a scissor me daddy ass. Anyway, <laughs> anybody who does not watch AEW has no idea what the fuck we just did. Anyway, <laughs> we just scissored. It is, it is national day. It is national scissoring day on AEW tonight. It is? It is. They're going to celebrate winning the tag team championships last week, the acclaimed. With daddy ass? With daddy ass. Who is not going to be a part of the DX reunion next week. I know, I saw some stuff about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for that DX reunion on Monday. 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. Oh, I found a fly. <laughs> He's alive still. Uh, so, oh, sorry, Laura. <laughs> she uh, hates me now even more. <laughs> she's ignoring you. You're not even here. <laughs> Nora, talk. <laughs> Say something. Tell me to go fuck off. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the whole chat stopped chatting. So, <laughs> oh, we really what you, scared him away. What are you away? gonna do? We scared him away. I guess. I don't know. Shit. We started talking about Pearl Jam. They're like, nope. <laughs> fuck these guys. These guys are about to praise Pearl Jam. Fuck no. What a bunch of pricks. not realizing that we were just about to trash Pearl Jam. Good band, bad singer. And it's, which sucks because he's such a good singer that like when he sings badly, it really stands out. Which is like every song except for the ones he sings good on. Another band like that, Glassjaw. You ever listen to Glassjaw? Yeah. I can get into Glassjaw up until that dude opens his fucking mouth. It was one of Karina's favorite bands. She would always... By the she, I bought her one of the records, and I knew what song I was looking for, so I had to actually go through like Spotify and just find the song that I was looking for, so I knew which album to get, because I knew how the song started. It start. Oh, God damn it, John! He's done a website called StupidFivePin.com, and this is Stupy. He was our mascot, Stupy the Stupid Five Pin, Five Pin. <laughs> it's, right it's not a guitar pick, but right it's the only thing I could find. It's actually got his name right on the back. S5P Stoopy. Anyway. <laughs> That's the only thing I can find for you. <laughs> He's looking on the floor. He's looking for more stuff. Uh, do you do you have water? Do I have water? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Just Pepsi. Okay. Why? Oh, I'm just wondering. I was on the practice <laughs> spot. I thought I'd ask. Oh, I, I got, if you need water, uh, bottles of water, I got, I don't have any cold. That's fine. Yeah, I'll give you a couple. That's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Coming, sorry. You you couldn't wait the thirty seconds to get to the song break, Dad. No, I can't. <laughs> anyway, uh, it is time for the song break, and uh, we're gonna play yeah. a band. Oh, a band we saw a few a few weeks back. Yeah. Uh, this is Wolf Tickets. You can catch them performing Friday at the Lounge at Revolution Gallery. That's at fourteen nineteen Hurdle Avenue, a block away from Revolver Records. Uh, as part of the Punky Reggae Party, along with DJ Universal of Steppin' Out Sound, 
That show is at 7 p.m. It's $7 and it's 21 and up. This is Wolf Tickets, and this song is called Young Man's Game on All WNY. Think So Joe Show. Get ready. 
Wolf Tickets on all WNY Think So Joe show. That song called Young Man's Game. You can catch them at the lounge at Revolution Gallery. I couldn't remember the name of the venue. <laughs> uh, that's at 1419 Hurdle Avenue in Buffalo as part of the Punky Reggae Party along with DJ Universal of Steppin' Out Sound. That's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting night over there. What did John find? Oh, God damn it. I found a guitar pick. You found a guitar pick. Anyway. Is that a little... Couple more here. Well, we got some silver ones here. Oh, I won jackpot. <laughs> jackpot. The things I got to deal with in this band. Collect them all. <laughs> oh, these fucking metal picks. These things suck. <laughs> I knew I'd find guitar picks. I, I don't like these metal picks. They're try terrible. to hide them on me. I, I don't know what the fuck is over there. Everything's buried. I got to get that cleaned out. I might do that right after you leave. <laughs> Just so I could get to my fucking records and be able to play them. <laughs> Do it during AEW. Turn the AC on and... What you got now? You got Jasmine's uh, sloth here. <laughs> his eye's falling off over there. Fix his eye. There we go. She's all better. Yeah, that was, that was a, pre a present from Jasmine. <laughs> Right. Now he doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> there you go. You're, you're holding it the whole time, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, that was a present from, uh, from Jasmine, actually. So. Yeah. Anyway. John's playing with stuffed animals on the air. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, so I've been watching the, the new episodes of The Simpsons. The season 34 is on the air right now on Fox every Sunday night. So that's been okay, I guess. <laughs> I can't remember what any of the episodes were about, so it's just as good as the last three seasons. But, uh, yeah. So I went back to watching old episodes. <laughs> Gotta make sure his eye's okay. Anyway, so how do you feel about your new vinyl that you just acquired just by walking into the room today? Good. Feel <laughs> good. You go home, spin some Elton John? Mm-hmm. I'm going to sing you a song at your birthday show. All right. Elton John style. All right. <laughs> We're going to sing you happy birthday. That's a, that is a good album, man. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Pink Floyd, The Wall. That's a good album. I'm going to give you Linkin Park Hybrid Theory sometime down the line. That's a good album. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and those two, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Pink Floyd the Wall, absolute must-haves in a record collection. Hopefully they send me Fle uh, Fleetwood Mac Rumors next month and I can give you that. Because that's another must-have. Brian used to call it baby-making music. Baby-making <laughs> baby right. music. Thanks, uh, I guess, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Something, something to know. Dude, Fleetwood Mac Rumors is one of the best albums ever fucking made. <laughs> Your drummer kicks ass. Dude, I'll, I'll, I was sitting on the porch one night and there's just a shit ton of thunder and lightning happening, but no rain. I'm like, Fleetwood Mac lied to me. Thunder doesn't always happen when it rains. It doesn't only happen when it's raining. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a great album. Gotta get, you gotta get you a copy of that. I literally have Frampton Comes Alive because of the Wayne's World joke of uh, it was sent in the mail with samples of Tide. That's literally the only reason. I, I got it for like three bucks. So like, all right, I gotta have it just because of the Wayne's World joke. It's also the reason I have Ted Nugent Double Live Gonzo is because when he's talking about how good Crucial Taunt is, he's like, you guys are Double Live Gonzo, Intensity Intensities. It's like, gotta get Double Live Gonzo just for the name. I've never listened to it because fuck Ted Nugent. I'm here for the shitty Beatles. (laughs) Clever name, huh? Yeah. (laughs) They any good? They suck. They suck. So it's not a clever name after all. <laughs> so it's not just a clever name. <laughs> there was a band locally around here, I think, called... Uh, actually, I think there was a band locally called Crucial Taunt. Crucial Taunt, yeah. This was like, dude, you can't use Crucial Taunt. You could have probably used... You could have gotten away with, like, the Jolly Green Giants or the Shitty Beatles. But, like, Crucial Taunt? Like, everybody knows where you stole that name from. Come on. Ugh. <sighs> What do they call that? Gimmick a... Gimmick infringement. Yes. <laughs> it's like Horn Struggle DX. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's like still in our name. Yeah, right. We have a unique name, though. If you look for Living Brain Dead, we actually come up first in Google search. Instead of Once Upon a Time. Instead of Once Upon a Time, right. <laughs> My other band. Right. We got to talk to Joe tomorrow. We could talk to talk him into playing in our cover band with Leland. Cover band. We're oh, gonna, yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do co- Us and Leland are going to oh, do a cover we got, band. We got to play the covers the right way. Well, no, no. We can make them punk rock. We could, I mean. We can make them rock. We could do whatever the fuck we want. Pretty much. As long as we're playing songs people know, they'll theoretically come out we'll to see make us. Make some money. And we'll make, we'll make some money. Or we could just play them the way that they were written, like Shambles does. And <laughs> yeah. Fuck Shambles. Yeah. Shambles is playing this weekend. Shambles, Love you guys. Shambles is on the 7th, I think, Friday. Let me see. Let's find out. Wait, are they playing uh, Mr. Goodbar, right? Uh, at Mr. Goodbar doing Alkaline Trio covers. This, fr- this Friday? I believe that's this Friday. Let me see. Uh, Shambles. Fuck Shambles. And Shambles, that was the show we just went to. Shambles with Time to Pretend this Friday at 9 o'clock at Mr. Good Bar. Shambles is back downstairs at Mr. Good Bar. The puppies are back outside. Uh, Back downstairs at Mr. Good Bar. Come hang out and rock your face off while we play Alkaline Trios from here to Infirmary, front to back, plus additional Alkaline Trio songs, uh, originals, and other covers, probably. And Time to Pretend will start off the night with covers of your favorite indie tunes. That we're you'll, going. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you might even pee a little. Come party with us. $5 at the door, 21 and up. It's all worth it. Flats, and, flats are greater than drums. I will laugh, I will cry, and I'll piss my pants. Let's go. They ended the description with flats are greater than drums. Do you agree? Yes. So does a, apparently a lot of people, because they were doing a... Uh, Buffalo's been doing like a this or that thing at the games. Like the other night they were doing uh, blue cheese versus ranch. <laughs> and needless to say, uh, Blue Cheese, like, blew away Ranch. But they were doing Flats versus Drums last night, and, like, it was, it was 
you know, a little towards flats, but it wasn't all the way towards flats. There were definitely some people cheering drums. But, uh, but yeah, five bucks to uh, Friday night over at uh, Mr. Goodbar. If you're not going to go see uh, Wolf Tickets over at Revolution Gallery, that is. So, which you might be able to do both. Wolf Tickets things at seven, the Shambles things at nine. So maybe you get away with both. And Shambles isn't even open in that show. So you can definitely probably go see Wolf Tickets and then go see Shambles. John's trying to find a place to put this. <laughs> His hands are heavy. Yeah, they are. Which is great because you can just hang them over stuff. And I've, uh, I didn't, just... didn't realize that I have more slack with this. Oh yeah, man. These ca- this is, it's like a six foot cable, dude. That's why I keep running mine over on accident. I gotta like wrap it I, up and put I, it somewhere. I can hear myself better with these headphones. These are fucking amazing headphones. I love them. They better be for 150 bucks each. <laughs> you got a new spot. Yeah. On top of my record player. So I can't play, I can't play records. Because <laughs> he's living there now. What's his name? I, I, I think we named him and I don't remember. It was a long time ago. He's just been kind of sitting in that corner for the longest time until you disturbed him. <laughs> moved him. <laughs> Want to say hi. hi. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Shambles Friday night. We'll go see Shambles. Fuck shambles. I'm gonna say fuck shambles. We should make shirts. Fuck shambles. Yeah, yeah they'll probably love it though. <laughs> they would. I wore uh, I, I wore just a plain black t-shirt last night that I could print something on. Just because I wore a uh, white jersey and if you wear the white hockey jerseys you see right through them. So I was like, yeah, I don't want anything with any printing on it so I'm just gonna wear a black t-shirt underneath it. Don't wear so, white after Labor Day. Don't wear white after Labor Day. <laughs> And we find out a couple of weeks ago what that, why that was. And yeah. It was something to do with uh, like people, like affluent people mm-hmm. were the only ones that could afford to wear white after Labor Day or some shit. Nah, I don't fucking know. I can't believe we're in October already. I know, dude. Like, October 5th at that. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. It's been a quick year. Yeah. You know what it is, you know, time flies when you're having fun, and after that year and a half of not being able to do shit, we just did everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man... With a like, broken foot. With a broken foot, yeah. That was the only bummer part. Yeah. But you still got to do everything. You got to go down to Erie and P- Pittsburgh and Cleveland with me and mm-hmm. see Less Than Jake and the Aquabats and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Bowling for Soup. World. Yeah. Erie, Pennsylvania, the hometown of uh, Miss Allie Burns, whose t-shirt I'm wearing right now. You took good care of me. <laughs> so. I didn't die. You did not. I, I did not let you die. I even managed to feed you at 2 o'clock in the morning when nothing was open. I know. <laughs> I'm like, there's a gas station that's an 8-minute walk. I'm not, I'm not up for an 8-minute I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going. Don't worry. You can stay here. I'm not making you walk another... Eight minutes when I could just go get whatever you want and come back. <laughs> like, yeah, we didn't get much sleep in there. No, because we had to get up early and get our get our. Oh man, yeah. Get our ride from that cool ass Uber driver who was just like, "Yo, oh, I'll pick yeah, you guys yeah. up in the morning." Oh yeah, she was. She was the bomb. Yeah, she was cool. I was in I was in Cranberry, uh, like a month ago, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of just like texting her like, "Hey, you remember me? I'm in I'm in your town right now." I don't need a ride anywhere. I just wanted to say hi. Hope <laughs> she's doing good. Yeah, she was cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, Erie, Pennsylvania, hometown of Allie Burns, who opened for O-Town and LFO when we were playing at Music is Art. Sent me a nice little card along with the t-shirt saying, oh, I hope I get to see one of your shows soon. Like, I hope so too. That'd be cool. <laughs> like, Don't like, want to miss and Brain Dead. We should just throw her on my birthday show. She won't fit. We should just throw her on the birthday show. <laughs> like, yeah, you can open this thing. Come play at 8 o'clock. We'll see you, Tudor. <laughs> we'll make sure you have gas money to get back to Erie. <laughs> this chat really died. Yeah, it did. It usually does around the second half of the show. Oh, you must know. suck. Yeah. They tune in to see what asinine things that uh, they could get us to say and well, do. Laura hates me now, so. That too. <laughs> and then I make fun of the bills and everybody's like, fuck this guy. And they all leave. <laughs> well, you're not wrong about the bills. It sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it's, hey, I mean, they beat Baltimore the other night. Barely. Yeah, I mean, it was, and the thing about that is Baltimore has, like, been consistently blowing leads at home and losing. You catch the Yankees game last night? I did not, but I I was at the Sabres game. Did you hear? I was at the Sabres game when Judge hit his 60-second home run. Mm-hmm. I saw the, I saw, actually, I got a notification from the ESPN app telling me that Judge hit his 60-second. Broke the American League record, and it was like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, of course, half my timeline is like, yeah, judge. And then I guess they took him out of the game because they didn't want they him didn't to get take hurt. Him out of the game. I thought they did. They no, he went back up and started batting again. Okay. They, they, he was he was sitting for a while. I, so I mean, like, it it would make sense to take him out of the game though. It's a meaningless game. He already broke the record. What more does he got to do? Ext- mom- I mean, he could extend the record, of course, but like his mom came. <laughs> he, she comes to every game to make sure she was wanting to see her him break the record. Yeah, she was. That's cool. There that's cool. In Texas. I'm sure. I'm sure my mom was watching. My mom loves the Yankees. Uh, when I would watch baseball, I would identify as a Yankees fan. But then when I got to like go to a game and see the Blue Jays, like. I actually own some Blue Jays merch, and I don't own any Yankees merch. Oh, you and my baseball would be best friends. You guys love the Blue Jays. I don't love the Blue Jays. I don't like baseball. <laughs> I, Dude, I cannot sit and watch a baseball game, but the fact that we had a Major League Baseball team playing in our little stadium downtown for the beginning of last season, we were able to go to games. It was like, yo, when am I ever going to get a chance to see a Blue Jays game in Buffalo? We got to go. So we went to the first one. We, they were playing, I think, the Marlins. And, uh, and they won. It was a, it was a great game. Um, it was a lot of fun to see live. Yeah. But I can't sit there and watch it on TV. It is just... It drags. <laughs> I like minor league games. Yeah, I do like going to Bison's games. And the reason is, like, the minor league has a uh, pitch clock now. Mm-hmm. So you have to pitch the ball in a certain amount of time. Or it counts as a ball. Yeah. Whereas Major League Baseball hasn't implemented that yet, so it's just like, yeah, pitcher can just stand there for an hour. It's like I don't want to. I don't want. I, I don't want to. I mean, football is basically the same thing of like these guys standing around doing nothing for ninety percent of the game. But in the in football, at least like, you know. The yeah. action is actually pretty enter- entertaining, you sure, know? Sure, sure. 
So I'm not really a baseball guy. I'll watch no. it occasionally. Like, I'll watch the World Series, especially, like, uh, if the Yankees make the World Series. Yeah. I mean, not, like, I'll go to Bison's games. Let's go to, let's go to a Bison's game. Let's go to a Bison's game. Are we too late for Bison's games? Those are probably done by now, uh, right? Uh, I think so, but we yeah. should go next summer. Next year. Next year we'll go. Go to Star Wars night. I went to Star Wars night with Scott Leffler a few years ago, but it happened to be the same night that the Stanley Cup was in Buffalo. Oh, shit. So we went, we went over to uh, the arena where they had the Stanley Cup on display and they had this little, you know, they had a whole like exhibit going on outside. Yeah. So we went and got our picture taken with the Stanley Cup and then went over to the Bison's game and nice. saw, got our pictures taken with all the Star Wars characters. Jabba That's the cool. Hutt was there. We were, uh, you know, we were prisoners of Darth Vader. Nice. Shit like that. It was cool. Um, Star Wars game's always fun. Uh, yeah, let's, dude, for sure, let's go to a game next year. Go again. Yeah. Uh, band night. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Absolutely. I don't know about Brian Jill. <laughs> That's why I, I'm like like if we're gonna go out Saturday and we're gonna go to this grass show, we need to invite Joe. Yes. We need to we need we need to make him feel included. Yes, we need to make it yeah, we need to make him yeah, yes. We'll have a band night Saturday night. We'll see if he wants if, if he wants to go. If he doesn't want to go, that's cool too, you know. I don't really like I haven't even known Joe for like in a while. Only so I see him. Like yeah, and practice wise. That's what I'm he, saying. Like he's a really he's a really cool dude to hang out with. I get along so. great with him when we're when we're hanging out. I just oh, yeah, the guys, only time we're hanging out guys, is when we're doing you band guys stuff. Are so good with technology. It's like oh, uh, we're always yeah, yeah we're always like whoa now I don't know. What you're always in the parking lot just looking dumbfounded as we're talking about like coding websites what? and shit. What? <laughs> what did I say? Like oh, you're hosting your shit on AWS. I'm hosting mine over here on Bluehost or whatever. I'm we're like. Just, we're just having a whole conversation about web design and, and web technologies and, and smart devices. And Hi, show me in what you guys are talking about. Because <laughs> we're, he does, he was doing web design freelance during the pandemic and I've done web design. I did our own, I did our website and the Think So Joe show, the Think So Joe website actually, the whole thing. He fits uh, right in. Us. Yeah, he does, and that's why I like I'd like to hang out with him outside of band practice. Yes. So it'd be cool if he came yes. out with us. But we'll, we'll talk to him tomorrow about. Yeah, it. for sure. I also, like I said, I want to talk to him about playing guitar in our cover band, and I'll play bass because he's go. been like itching to play guitar in a band. So I'm thinking that might be a good way to pull that off. Yeah, and also not have to worry about finding members for this cover band, and just be like Leland, what are you doing Monday? Let's <laughs> let's all get together. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, not Mondays, obviously. You're busy, but... But we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. It's too, like, Leland's got an incredible voice, and I'm sure Joe's... No, he does. I, I'm sh- I, he really, he can really sing. I'm sure Joe, uh, I, I haven't heard Joe actually play guitar, but I'm sure he's great at that. I know he's been dying to play guitar in a band, so he's just like, dude, let's, let's switch instruments and do a cover band. Interesting too. Yeah, he was uh, like, I got him doing backup vocals like the first night. So. <laughs> yeah. So first night uh, he was in the band, like he 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 was so like like how's everybody doing like the show like shit. Yeah. He's having fun up there. He said he couldn't. His uh, his wireless kept cutting out, so that's oh, why really? he wasn't moving so much. Yeah. Like that's I walked over good. to him a few times. I was expecting him to walk over to me, and I'm like, he didn't. He just stood in that one spot, and he's like. Yeah, dude, anytime I moved, my wireless was going out. Like, oh, okay. I never noticed. That like, makes sense. Well, yeah, because he stood in the one spot, so it wouldn't go out. But, uh, 
Yeah. No way, I, mean, I was worried that that was going to happen to me because I, I was using my cheap you, wireless. You can't really tell. Yeah. I was using my cheap wireless, so I was worried it was going to happen to me because I'm just like... I'm in a place where there are hundreds of bands playing. Somebody is probably going to be on the, one of these four channels that I'm playing that are on my that are on my wireless. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I was fine. My shit stayed on the whole time. Oh yeah. I you know I would have liked to have my better wireless because then I've got like a shit ton of channels to choose from. But like, and it would auto scan to find the best one. Uh, I think I heard you more than. I heard uh, Joe. I couldn't hear me at all. Like even after I asked for more or more guitar or less bass or whatever the fuck I asked for, yeah, I couldn't more hear guitar. me. That's the first. Time. I could barely hear me. I heard me a little bit. I'm just like, man, I miss my in ears my right now. The only problem I had, they had my mic down low. Yeah. I couldn't hear myself. Even from the video, I could hear you more than me, saying. Yeah. That's the only problem I had. Or you'd be Plus shooting. Plus, I hit too hard. We're gonna be shooting a music video at some point. Yes. So uh Yes, get ready for that. Be prepared for the announcement of us doing a music video and uh because we're gonna need people. Yes, a lot of people. We're gonna need as many people Please. as we can get and we're gonna do a music video. Please, Sam, vertical chow. Yeah, Anybody. yeah. Anybody. Anybody who's anybody that wants to be in a music video, hit us up. Yep. It'll be soon. It'll be soon. I don't know when. Hit him up. Hit him up. I don't know when, but yeah. it'll happen. We gotta re-record some stuff, yes. and then we're gonna take one of the re-recorded songs and do a video. Yes, because it wouldn't make sense to do it with the uh, actual recordings we already have. Yes, because then you got Katie's voice coming out of Jill's mouth. And so, I have to practice my timing. Yeah, yeah, you are. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be more more of the video this time. Yeah, you will. <laughs> That first video, you're barely in because, like, you just you didn't play along with the song at all. You just sent me a video of you playing the drum line, and it's like, okay, I he's in time here. <laughs> you just see me in the video. Yeah, I did like the point at the end. That was pretty. Yeah, funny. yeah. All right, uh, we got to get out of here. Yes, we do. Uh, and this band is performing Saturday at Sportsman's Tavern. That's at three twenty six Amherst Street in Buffalo. Uh, at 8 p.m., it's a $10 uh, show, $10 admission there. It is uh, some friends of the show, my dear friends in Grosh. That we might see this Saturday. That we may go and see this Saturday. So, and I, I honestly hope we do, because I love, I love Grosh. They are incredible. One of the best bands you will ever see. Uh, let's go check them out on Saturday at Sportsman's Tavern. They're playing 8 p.m., it's a $10 cover. This is Grosh. This song is called Seen But Not Heard on All WNY. We'll I think so, Joe Show. Week. And we will see you next week.
Unlock the door, turn the lights on, use that fear. 